Hello and welcome to another installment of Casual Trekker. This is Scott. This is going to be my overall review of Rabbit Hole on Paramount Plus starring Keith Sutherland. Now I do have a previous review of the first batch of, ep the first batch of episodes and this is going to be more of like an overarching overview. It's not going to get too deep into any particular episode. Um, so to sum it all up, the show's decent. It's good. It's got a lot of action. It's got a lot of suspense. It's got a lot of bait and switch. It's got a lot of twists and turns. You think you might know something, and they take it all away from you. And then it ends on an explosive reveal. And then at first you're like, well, that was pretty cool. That was cool that they were able to hold that reveal back and make it make sense in the story. And then, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And then after a while, you think about it, you're like, well, that takes a whole lot of what if and it maybe in and turns into it was in the script sort of deal. Because there's going to be some spoilers here. So if you haven't seen Rabbit Hole, I would watch Rabbit Hole in its entirety. It's only eight episodes. It's on, Param on, on Paramount+. Plus. I'm only going to cover a few of the plot beats here um, that stuck out to me the most. And... The last one that happened is probably the most irritating one, I think, because for the entire episode, the entire series, they make it out like that's his wife. That's his wife, and that's his son, whatever else. And come to find out at the end that's actually the person that came in and saved his wife when she was kidnapped because of some stuff that he did earlier in his career as an agent of whatever he's an agent of in whatever um, operation he was doing. And then she just murders everyone in the room, and then his dad is able to take out uh, Crawley, finally, at the end. And then they leave it open to maybe Crawley wasn't the one in charge and someone was actually controlling Crawley. But that's that's a big maybe with an asterisk. You have to see what season two brings, if it's even renewed for season two. But that reveal of the wife kind of just kind of really irritated me a little bit because it takes a whole lot of concealing, a whole lot of laying the groundwork to where no one's going to realize this. You know, blood tests, going to the doctors, all these different things he had to have had to have set up. I understand it's a TV show and you're not meant to go too deep into it, but when you're trying to you know, like talk about the show and what they did. It's going to come up. This is how it works. It's just the nature of the beast. It happens for any movie franchise, any TV shows. You always get into it talking to, talking with your friends or whoever like-minded like you are about a particular show or movie. You'd be like, well, what was the motivation of, 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 of the character? Why did they do this? That made sense because of this. And when you do that, Rabbit Hole really falls apart. Because not only did they do the misdirect with the girl in the money that they made it look like she had some kind of evil harboring. Maybe she was a mastermind of something, and maybe she was working with Crawley, when in reality, the $24 million she stole from somebody else, and it was no threat at all to Keith Sutherland's character or the operation. It was just used as a way to make us go, ooh, maybe. But when you look at it in of the universe, where they, they don't know they're in a TV show, um, the events just, the stuff just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense with actions and way that it's done. She has no reason to hide that information really from him because he's equally as, as bad guy as what she was doing. So it doesn't hamper or help his situation. It's just convenient for her to have 24, 
$24 million lying around an account that she can then use for the thing. So it becomes plot convenience. If she didn't have the $24 million, then the show wouldn't happen. So that's one of the things that irritated me a little bit was the fact that she happened to have $24 million and they played it like she was this, like maybe she was in bed with Crawley and that she was against him because she had the phone in her hand behind her behind the thing and the dad came out and said, show me your hand. And she dropped the phone when she could have just said, it's just this $24 million that I had stolen from another person. You're right, guys all do evil shit, so you guys should, un you guys should understand this. But that's not how they played it in the show. They made it like she was keeping a deep secret and that like she was a bad guy or she was going to trade on him. And that's the, not the same thing as um, a character that has hidden motivations and they do something. That's one thing. But what they did here with her was the opposite of that. They created a situation that did not exist to amp up the um, will they or won't they sort of vibe of the show. And it was... Not necessary. There was no real payoff to it besides story convenience. Don't get me wrong. Enjoyed the season. Like Keith Sutherland, I enjoyed the dynamic between the two of them. Um, I liked what I was seeing overall. If you look at it from afar, it's just when you get closer to the painting, you kind of see the flaws a little bit more. So it does hamper the season overall with the amount of story contrivances that happen throughout. Like they make it like the building wasn't going to blow up in the first episode, and that was a shock. He's trying to rush rush back to uh, to his team. Meanwhile, the plan was always that the building was going to blow up. They just weren't going to be there. They did a misdirect for no reason whatsoever, and he knew what time it was going to happen at, and all these different things, and the plan was always going to be that. And that's another example of the money situation, but with the building blowing up instead. Store convenience. Make us the audience go, Oh no, what happened? How do they know where that how do they know where that is? Then they tell us, by the way, guess what? It was supposed to be like that. This, this the, the season almost reminds me of those clickbait um articles you find where it says Star Trek actor arrested. And then you come to find out it's like some some background background character from like say uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds that no one even saw or would even notice but because they have that connection to Star Trek it ups their it, it ups their their uh, clicks so it wasn't really one of the people that we would care about it was just some off-brand dude that was just there not even having a line of, di of dialogue or from the original series back in the day but they want to make it sound like it's like from this current show. That's what it kind of feels like when I was watching Rabbit Hole. Is I was watching a clickbait plot. Where it's going to go this way. Never mind. It's going to go this way. Never mind. It's actually this and it's actually this. So when you break it down and you go, what things did he actually not control? Then it kind of becomes, well, he controlled everything. All of it was going according to plan. But he didn't say any of this stuff to any of the people and for what reason? They're not supposed to know they're on a TV show. They're supposed to be all thinking this is real to them. So the, keeping the audience in the dark didn't make a whole lot of sense. If his plan all along was to blow the blow the blow the place up, why all the theatrics? Why calling it? We're we're having this person c come up and them all act like they don't really know who that is or whatever. It just that's the vibe I got in that first episode. Is like they were gonna have someone come up, they were gonna have a meeting, and then instead they got blown up, and so someone was after. <sighs> that person, all to find out that it's a code name for blowing the building up. 
So it kind of became kind of like, what is real? And take, it took all the stakes away, and it really made you go, can you just give me something tangible, something real, something that I can go ooh with, instead of going, they're gonna, they're just gonna tell me something different, like the wife thing, with, where, where it turns out to she's this assassin girl, and that she's this badass that worked for, for Keith O'Sullivan's character back in the day. And I really wish that they would have not done that. It really, like, took the show from being an easy nine to bringing it down to, like, a four or a five. Just because of all that stuff. Because when you talk about, like, what's going on in the show with other people, like any other show, like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, or The Hobbit, or any of those other shows where they have, like, this ongoing story, story arc about things happening, you're able to go this cool scene where this thing here happens, but then it's not really that. It's the opposite of that. You can talk about it without the reveal, but then not talking about it without the reveal means that there's really not a, not, not, or not a reveal there. It's a clickbait plot point. And you, what you think you're going to get is the opposite of what you're going to get. And that's fine once or twice, maybe, and far apart. But not every single plot point. Because in this, every single plot point was a, a burn. Like when the dad came up and like, oh, is he Crawley? And the girl's like, oh my god, he's Crawley. Come to find out the dad and him worked it out. He was taking the place of Crawley. And then we find it out in the scene. But that was part of, part of the plan. When was it discussed? They discussed every other part of the plan. And we clearly heard every part of, par, part of this plan. So why are the parts that are going to make the scene amped up, the ones that are left off the side, and only we find out during the scene to come to find out, oh, it's part of the plan. So well, what was the point? It was to make us go, oh, he backstabbed him. Oh, no. Meanwhile, clickbait plot point. Because... It was the exact opposite of that. And them saying, by the way, you're going to impersonate Crawley. Then we would be like, ooh, are they going to find out? Ooh, are they going to find out? Ooh, are they going to find out? Instead, we were left with, oh, it was part of the plan the whole time. We just weren't told about that part, that, that part, that part, that part of the plan. So that part irritated me. Like, that was pretty big things. Like, the girl with the money, that was a pretty big thing. The the dad pretending to be, be Crawley, that was a pretty big thing where you thought he was Crawley. And then we come to the, the wife, it's a very huge thing, but it turns out to be a thing. All three of those things are just clickbait plot points. And they really drive down the appreciation of, of the series. Like I said, it was easily could have been 8.5 to 9.5 if it didn't have all those clickbait things. Now, people might go, well, that's how good stories are done. No, they're not. Good stories is where if you're going to make this guy seem like he's a double agent or he's going to he's going to he's going to spin around on he's going to spin around on you, it could go either way. There's evidence for and evidence against, and we got to see which way. Oh, I can see he's got to go both ways on that. The clickbait plot points can only go one way. Because the $24 million that was stolen from the person in the bank, that he's be able to use it to get into the one bank, to be able to do the one thing. It was just too much. Like when they went in, in to the, um, that um, uh, place that had the, uh, the, the, the peel boxes, and he says, I messed up, I left the key inside. But too many situations had to have occurred for her to successfully get in, get the key, and get out without the guy even noticing. There's just, there's too many variables for that to be a thing. They should have just ran, because only because it's in the script did it work. And that is, to me, the definition of sloppy writing. If you're putting yourself, your characters, into a situation, and the other people are going to be in there to see it, 
then you you need to act like it, it, it's a real life thing, not just because well this guy's going to look left because it's in, it, in the script and she's going to be able to go and do this thing. Like the thing was going off way too many times for him to think it was an error. I mean, they should have just shut the, shut the thing down. I, I think that was the biggest thing about it is that he kept on doing it. He should have been okay. This girl is doing this. I, 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 she needs to be. She needs. She needs to go. It's just too much. Like once or twice, maybe. Like make it be like a historical thing. Someone worked there, and every once in a while, every eight, nine hours, it had like an hour where it was mess. It was messing up. Where if you look back, it, everything happened between five and six, and that's when it was being the biggest glitch times. Um. But on the all in all. I say this show was good. I think that the acting was great. The um, the way the characters were in, interacted with each other was was really good. The way that the girl was interacting with Keith Sutherland was great. I liked that. I liked all of that stuff. I liked the fact how they met. I liked the fact that this team set him up on a dating app. I liked the I liked the fact that um, that the dad came dad came back, but then come to find out that he was always back for a very long time. And then we get this flashback thing where we we find out the entire time this whole thing was set up, and then we were just just duped into thinking that this event was happening at this certain time when in reality, Venice or what his name is and the dad and Keith Southern character all have this plan from the get go. It wasn't like brand new info, brand new brand new information. His dad just didn't pop up, ah, pop out of nowhere. He knew he was alive from years ago, and. That's really just what brings the series down a little bit, is because of all of just the false falsehoods that they were doing while they were doing the show. That doesn't mean that I wouldn't like, you know, I don't know if I could watch it again. It needs to not do as much uh, bait and switch, uh, clickbait plot points. Um, it needs to stop doing that. It, it needs to give me something that can go either way. And then, oh, okay, I see. But if it can really, really only go one way, then it w it wasn't real. And when show, I, I like a good suspense thriller, actiony type show. I don't like it when I my stuff is is fed to me a certain way, and then come to find out it's another way. And the only reason I don't know that is because no one on screen who knows that is talking to each other. Because if they did, the audience wouldn't know. To me, that's another reason why it's got is going to get a low rating for me. But overall, if we take out all the garbage stuff that happened that was false direct, then I say it was a good show. I, I like the way it came together. I like the way it was executed. I like the way that they were kind of going all over the place, and they had to find this person, and they find out that this person's actually controlled this this person. And so they don't know who is who, who they can trust. Or what's happening? And another thing is when he emailed the email emailed the girl the um, information and to work with her. We were told after the fact that 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 that, that was the thing, and that she was working with him, which is another misdirect, clickbait, plot point. And so that's why it's just like, oh come on, stop! Don't make it thrilling just because you don't want to. Tell me what's really happening. I don't mind if I find out something crazy is happening, but don't do it in a way that is disingenuous to what it actually is. 
Like, if you have someone flip-flop, like, uh, like if the girl was genuinely flip-flopping, like, she was the daughter of someone else, and they needed her to go do this thing, that would have been great. And then her flip sides and help Keith Sutherland to redeem herself, great. That's not, that's not what happened. Just something that had nothing to do with him whatsoever. She took money from them, and she hid it from him for unknown reasons. And it just helped him do what he needed to do at the at the, at the, at the, at the, at the pew box place. That's why that's why that's why it was there for. The wife thing being swapped out. I mean, anyone should have been able to figure that that figure that one out. I mean, they played it like it was his wife, but then well, who do you if you don't trust? Can't trust anyone. Anyone can know what's going on, and then the 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 wife was even talked to by the the by the the, the uh, detective, and she knew where everyone was living, and then come to find out that's not where they're living. There's just a lot of stuff in this in this first season was kind of like it was good, and then you find out the reality, and you were like, what was the point of all that? And you're like, you built it up, and then you took it all away from me. So, for that reason, I think I'm going to put it at like a four. Watchability? It's pretty good. I'd give that an easy nine. But when the plot comes to fruition and you realize what's happening, that's when it loses a lot of its score. So, yeah, 4.5. Somewhere in there. That's where I would, that's where I would place this uh, first season of Rabbit Hole. That will conclude this podcast.